<coughs> Red letter, yellow letter, or whatever. <laughs> the warm up your mouth. Red oh, letter, yellow letter, or something. Uh, I thought it was watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Watermelon? Hey guys. Hey guys. And we're on episode. Don't you want to say welcome to a strange oh. thing podcast? My man. I am Mike. And I'm Austin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're 30 seconds in, and I think we already need a beer break. I noticed you sucked that one right down. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, we've been chit-chatting. We have. We've been talking off mic. We should have saved some of that, because that was a pretty good conversation that was going on right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I noticed you sound a little scruffy. I am a little scruffy. I had a pretty gnarly cold or Mm, something. Yeah. Sinus thing. Not COVID. Not COVID. I got tested at midnight two days ago. It sucked. Well, have you noticed my voice is a little scruffy, a little... Yeah, little I think you're rough. getting the smoke lung. Oh, I know. Smoker's yeah. lung. Terrible forest fires all yeah. around. You know, we're in the west. And there is... What? I was just looking at a compass in my head. We're northwest, actually. <laughs> yeah. But there are tons of fires in California and in Nevada and in Oregon and in Idaho and in Wyoming and in Montana. Fires Montana. everywhere. Montana. And the smoke here is horrific. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah, it's been in that red zone for like the last two weeks. Gross. Plus, it is freaking hot. Yeah, it's got like a couple of things all adding up. Yeah, it's been like 106 degrees. Well, okay, not every day, but it's been above 100. Yeah, most uh, of these days. 95% of the last month. Today was one of the coolest days we've had in a while. And it was still like 97 and yep. very humid. It was humid because it rained this morning. Yeah. I walked three miles in that along a, a river. Uphill both ways? No, but by a river, so it was like humid plus extra humid. Yeah, but I bet the river keeps it nice and cool. There was a little breeze and mm. a little bit of shade from the trees. It was nice, but yes. Yeah. I was I was shvetty. What a problem. I had to take a walk by a river today. I know. I know it was shvetty. It's part of my rehab. Mm. I've got to do exercise because of my situation that I described in the last podcast. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to exercise a little bit, get some uh, cardio in. So, uh, let's do a little cardio. Walk and, over and yeah. grab a beer. Yeah, it could be like, you know, 30 steps. We got to get those 30 steps in. We'll be right put, back. Put your uh, pedometer on. Pedometer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How far, how far is it to my uh, we'll kitchen? Count, we'll count and we'll come back with a report. I'm thinking 20 steps. I'm going to go with, well, to the kitchen or to get the beer and come back? Just to the area where you're going to get the beer. Oh, you got to go outside the 34. garage. 34. Okay, 34 for you, 20 to me because I'm stopping at the countertop. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Ready, Ready break. break. <laughs> I actually forgot to count about halfway. <laughs> but when I walked from here to the garage, it was 17 steps. So if you multiply by two. That's 34. That's 34. the number. So you're pretty close. Well, I just got to say, when I walked to the where I was going to walk to, it was exactly 20 steps. I think we should have defined um, what a step was because you could have been like large step, large step, and you're at like 10 and you're halfway there. So you cut them in half. I, like, you know, I kind of think that in, you know, in my mind, not purposefully, I might have, you know, calibrated my steps a little longer or shorter so it would come out about right. And I have to admit, I could have stopped on the one side of the island, but to I further. took three more steps around it so that yeah. I could end at 20. Because if you made it to 20 where you were, and mm-hmm. I made it to 17 where I went, 
Well, you I were have doing giant steps. Well, I was doing stride, like a normal stride. Well, that's because you were trying to make it equal 34 there and back. So you well, were no, trying I was hard trying to, to make a very calibrated step that was the same every time. Well, I'm saying you still missed it because you hadn't gone into the garage yet, which was probably another four steps. But each if you way, replay what we eight said, plus 34 would you be said 42. to the area where we get our drink, you didn't which is the fridge. Well, mine was from the garage, and then I changed my mind. <laughs> oh, how convenient. Yeah, that's the way it works. Well, anyway, we were close. Having a good beer. Let's just say we were in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah. And we got a, a refresher beer and whatever beverage of choice that, that we wanted. I myself am having a nice vodka tonic with a lime wedge <laughs> in a stemless wine glass and lots of ice. Are you having a lime twist? No. Just, I'm not that fancy. <laughs> well, I'm having my usual go-to, which is a little Irish whiskey. Instead of Powers this time, I'm drinking a little Bushmill because it was like six bucks off. It was great. That's a good deal. And then I've got in my other hand... Double fist in it. My Guinness Genuine Draft. In a genuine Guinness cup. It is in a genuine Guinness cup. And it's also, because it is kind of a low carb, it fits within my semi-keto low carb yeah. Yeah, lifestyle. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. So, good times. What are we going to talk about? Okay, so last week we started talking about... Um, strange artifacts and we kicked it off if you remember right with the nampa figurine mm-hmm. yep so basically just a really quick recap um in 1890 something mm-hmm. right around 1890 1887 they were digging a well and they were using this you know pile driver kind of well drilling machine apparatus kachunker probably steam powered steam powered kachunker well kachunker kaching kaching and when they got you know way deep down into an area that they called the pleistocene region of sediment which is anywhere from 250 million to well 12,000 years ago that's kind of anticlimactic right 250 million all the way to 12,000 years ago yeah 12,000 BC. That's a big chunk of time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's not very that's not very specific. But yeah. anyway, that's like when when we have Sunday dinner at your house. Uh-huh. We're like, what time should we show up? And you're like, after naps. <laughs> yeah, it's nebulous. Like, well, my kid could wake up any time between nap time and four. Yeah, we need to define that better. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Break it well, down. in a similar way. So there was a layer of sediment that they called the what was it Hagerman layer? We talked Fossil about it last day? time. Well, it was Hagerman fossil bed, but there was, oh, no, it was the Glens Ferry Formation. Mm. So the Glens Ferry Formation is a, is a a strata layer deep into the ground. Mm-hmm. So they estimate that that's, oh my mm. gosh, what was that? Dinosaur in my tummy. <laughs> but they estimate that that area underneath the ground is probably about 300 million years old. Well, they pump out of this well drilling machine this little tiny figurine. That's kind of made of clay and some other weird sediment. And the thing was, is that humans aren't supposed to have been around that long. To make figurines, especially. Yeah. yeah. So if it wasn't some kind of hoax, and there are a lot of people think that it was a hoax, then this thing totally bankrupts the whole Darwinian model of human evolution and the uh, amount of time that humans have been on the earth. Right. Either that or... If it is really, really, really that old, then they were around 300 million years ago, humans were. Or if it's not that, then it means that the earth is young. 
and that Younger, and that layer's not really that old. That old. Mm. So anyway, it it breaks the scientific conventions that breaks are out the mold. there. That's accepted. Yeah. So that's why we're calling it strange artifacts because there are, it's not just the you know the Nampa figurine. There are tons of these things that are being found and have been found that kind of fly in the face of that scientific status quo. Yeah. That that aging. Yeah. And and so, you know, I thought that was a strange thing. And plus, because I have kind of a religious background, I had always kind of been taught like these these other kind of ideas about how old the earth is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought it was fascinating. Right. And so, like we said in our last podcast, we're not going to lobby for any position. We're just going to throw these things out there. And if you're interested, do a little research and uh, try to explain why these things exist. Anyway, that's what that's what we're talking about. So what are some of these uh, little uh, artifacts that you found? Okay, so we started out with the Nampit figurine because it is very close. It's yep. like, what, 10 miles away. Yep. And we did our own Indiana Jones tour there. Right, we rode our motorcycles around. We mm-hmm. tried to find the actual location where the well was. Yep. And uh, it was hard to do. But we did it because we are all about the investigation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We want to go had, out. I was going to say, we had no fun at the Masonic Lodge bar eating mm, calamari rings. Looking at beautiful waitresses. Bar waitresses. <laughs> bar yeah. maidens. It was torture. Yeah. <laughs> they were so gross. <laughs> gross. Yeah. No, they weren't. They were very attractive ladies in case they listened. <laughs> yeah. I appreciated their feminine forms. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but my wife's gonna slap me in the face. No, no, no! I kept... never mind. She doesn't listen. Yeah, she. That's one thing that I think my wife listens. Uh oh. But honey, I am an artist. I look at aesthetic beauty. I don't register them as anything other than the pure aesthetics of their feminine form. Sweet. Just, just disclaimer there. So, what's our next topic? What's so, our next thing? <sighs> Not our topic, but our next our item next thing, of you, interest. Well, there are a lot of these kind of objects, and I thought we should just throw out a few of these, and uh, people can look them up. We're not going to go into you know too much detail because it would take forever. Because there are it's literally kind of summarizing hundreds, a few of them, hundreds okay. of these things, and you know I think we should kind of pepper these not only with maybe artifacts, but with other kind of anomalies that make you go, wait a minute, something's off on this time scale. Mm. Whatever you want to attribute that to. Um, that's your prerogative. Sweet. It's my prerogative. So what's the next one? So the next one, and no particular order on these, right? The next one I'm thinking about is something called the London Hammer. London Hammer. Yeah. So if I say the London Hammer, what do you think of? I don't know. That London calling the song, but with hammer. London Hammer. Are you thinking like British accents and things like that? Yeah, or like a, a sweet kind of classic rock band called yeah. London Hammer. Yeah, no, no, you'd be wrong on all okay. counts. All right. So this actually took place in a, a place called London, Texas, right? Oh. That's so <laughs> this is like in the 1930s. A couple is out walking and they see this outcropping of rock when they're out hiking. Okay. And uh, they were wondering why there is this wooden thing sticking out of the rock. Wood protruding from rock. Yeah, wood protruding from rock. Okay. So they go up and there's like this rock, you know, let's just call it a nodule. Nodule. Uh, right. And and they kind of get pulling on this piece of wood that's sticking out. You know, like, is it a root? What is mm-hmm. it? But it seemed to have like a very definitive kind of processed kind of uh, handmade kind of shape. So a couple of Texans were out yanking on the old wood. 
<laughs> exactly. Okay. A male and a female yanking on the wood. Uh, yeah. Well, so, in Texas. Yeah, it is not Texas. Much else yeah, allowed. <laughs> that's right. So, so they're they're out there. They see this thing. They end up actually removing the nodule from the uh, the outcropping of rock. Okay. So they yanked it off. Yeah. So they've got this like stone that's got this like wooden handle sticking out of the you know. Okay. And it's not huge. Maybe you know maybe ten inches in diameter, mm-hmm. something like that. So they take this stone home. And they sit it there for a, quite a while. And then eventually, someday, some way, somebody decides, hey, I wonder what that wooden handle is connected to. What did Grandma and Grandpa have? Yeah. yeah. So they smack it and crack it. And they <laughs> open it up. And inside, lo and behold, is an iron hammerhead. So it looks like when they open it up, there's like this obviously man-made iron shape mm. of a hammerhead. Yeah, you brought the picture up. Yeah. It's a hammer. Yeah, yeah. it's a hammer. And they're connected through like an eyelet in the iron Mm -hmm. is a wooden handle. And that was what was protruding out the side of this nodule. Not crazy. So the problem was this sedimentary layer of rock outcropping is supposed to be over 300 million years old. Yikes. So how in the world could there be a man-made object like a hammer inside of a rock nodule that's 300 million years old. So what year did they find it in? 1938. And then they uh, cracked it open, I think it was in uh, 1946 or 1947. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, you know, it's almost, what, 80 years ago? It's a while. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. somewhere there. And and so they open it up, and this thing's been around, uh, a lot of debate on its authenticity, um, I think it now it resides in like a Creation Research Institute museum. Okay. Um, because, of course, they grab onto it and say, Aha, see, mankind was around when you say this rock was 300 and some yeah. million years there's old. There's no way somebody was that right. old. Yeah. And, you know, they want to say, No, this is like 7,000 years ago. And they have mm-hmm. their own reasons for that belief. And, and we're not going to jump into that. I mean, that would be a whole nother topic like maybe call it strange timelines or something like that back to the future yes but um on this one we're just throwing out these things that are they're kind of shaking up the uh status quo yeah and that's a truck sounds like a subaru sounds like a rice burger it was like (laughs) yeah so anyway there there (laughs) is this rock that had this hammer supposedly in it. And I don't know how you would fake it. I mean, I'm looking at the photograph of it right now. And there are, you know, it's really encased inside it's, of a rock. Yeah, it's a hammer. Yeah. It's like a, like a mallet style hammer mm-hmm. inside of a rock. Yeah. It's got like the, the like kind of, uh, what do you call it? An eyelet where the wood goes through yeah. and then the wood is like wedged apart with like uh, some kind of insert in it swells and, and, and hits the outside of the right. the eyelet and that doesn't allow it to move to up move, and down the yeah. handle. It keeps it, it keeps it locked on. You know, and the thing about it to me that's striking isn't that, you know, there's this wooden thing sitting on like a broken open rock, but that the actual wood handle goes through the rock where it's broken. It's not like on top of it. It actually mm. is going into the rock and out the other yeah. side. And to me, that that would be like a major kind of construction. You'd have to get in there with little chisels and like, you know, 
think to the minute detail, go in there and chisel out something to a fake this passage. Yeah, yeah. Well, even then, if it came out the way it did, mm-hmm. you would have to like chisel your way through with the wood, and then like drill another hole through the top, right. and then like pour the uh, the cast mm-hmm. iron uh, molten liquid into, into the the casting and be a whole ordeal. Yeah. So to me, it's like it's intriguing. Now, I don't know. It could totally be a fake. I don't know how you build a rock around an object like that. But let's yeah. say that it was somehow that that maybe it was like dropped and then, you know, some kind of material flooded or in like there. like a crazy fire happened or something. Yeah, and, and it was yeah. like, and then it dried up and under some kind of pressure from whatever weight mm. or whatever, it, it formed some kind of rock-like structure. Right. I mean, you could go that route. Um, I think the critics that say that this thing is not that old um, do so because they, they they basically say, no, it can't be that old because humans weren't around. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things about it that say, no, this is already like turning to coal, that the wood is turning to coal. Hmm. So it's like selective testing. That's interesting. So I don't know. I mean, you can make up your own mind on it, but whatever it is, it throws a giant monkey wrench, or in this case, a hammer, a rock hammer, <laughs> hammer. into the mix. That's funny because, uh, well, not funny, but it reminds me of I'll be out hunting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain area I go pretty regularly. But when you be hiking, you'll see like a, an old, maybe an old cabin, mm-hmm. some kind of like civilization that's been long expired, kind of seems yeah. like. And then you'll be hiking off the trail out in the, you, I mean... You kind of have that sense of nobody's ever stepped here. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like, this is crazy. Like and then the, all of a sudden. And then you've got like a like a tin, like a tin can that's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. I couldn't even tell you what kind of can it would be. Like an oval, almost like a sardine tin mm-hmm. can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a tree. And it's oh. all rusted out. And it's like actually growing into the tree. Growing, yeah. The tree and grew around it or something. That yeah. picture kind of gives me that same vibe like. Mm-hmm. What the, you know, like, why did he stick that can the way he did, or she, I guess, mm-hmm. less likely, but potentially she, into the tree, mm-hmm. or maybe even, like, tack it or nail it to the tree when they did? Like, was it a marker? Yeah. And then and then the tree kind of grew around it, but then when you're walking by and you catch a glimmer of rust... Inside the tree. You're like, what in the world? And then you look closer and it's like a metal tin. You can yeah. see the... The, the where the old like imprinted label yeah. was and stuff is kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Well, and you know, the thing about this stuff that we're talking about, and you know, we've talked about two so far, but there are hundreds of these things mm-hmm. and maybe even thousands. So it's not something that's just like totally fringe, you know, that's like, you know, some weird anomaly that happened once or twice. Right. But there have been hundreds of these things found that make you kind of question the rationalization of time or at least how old mankind is on the planet. And I find it very fascinating. It is very, very strange because as soon as you start poking that bear, you start poking the bear of how old is the earth or how long has mankind been on the earth. Then you open up this big can of worms and everybody freaks out. Ever since I was little, I've been, I've, I've always thought mankind was 10,000 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. And that comes from uh, Aladdin, oh. the movie Aladdin, <laughs> where they rub the lamp and the genie comes out and he's like, 10,000 years yeah. can be such a crick in the neck. Hey! 10,000 years 
will give you such a crick in the neck. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> so that shaped your... That, that's, that's where my timeline comes oh, from. Yeah. Disney Channel mostly. Um, that kind well, of stuff. you know, if you look at this stuff, I mean, that's just as valid as a lot of things because this stuff is really screwed up. I mean, if this is true, then it screws up the model that's taught in every university in high school in the country or in the world. Yikes. And if it's not messed up, then, you know, there's a lot of weird people running out making strange, deceptive things to try to throw off something. So right. it's it's one conspiracy or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so what's the next deal? Okay. So, I mean, if there's, there's so a bunch many of, these, of them. We're just going to go over a few. If you are really interested in this stuff, get online and just Google like uh, strange. A strange thing.com. Uh, you could do that. Or you could just say, you know, just look up strange artifacts. That'll yeah, do it. There you go. Yeah. Less subjective search. Yep. And what are some strange artifacts that may or may not yeah. change the way people think about the creation of the earth and or evolution? Asian search. Age that would, of the be, Earth. A, that yeah. would be a little biased search. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> just look up a. Artifacts that argue for the how long man has been on the planet or something. What do like they that. call this this group of artifacts? So you you said it earlier, like uh, forbidden or oh they call it you know forbidden archaeology mm-hmm. because um, the book uh, forbidden archaeology it's actually a book. oh it's a book um, I see and the guy's argument is that you know this stuff is forbidden because it basically says that mankind's been around a lot longer than you think. Oh, and okay. walked with the dinosaurs and but we'll get into some of that too because not only do we have artifacts but we also have like archaeological evidence that people find like human footprints with dinosaur footprints mm, and you know that's weird if that just happened once you know you could explain it away as like maybe there's a baby dinosaur that had like you know a certain kind of footprint walking by like a giant uh what do they call those long necks uh veggiosaurus <laughs> From, I think they say that in, uh, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. But anyway, so maybe one of those was walking alongside a smaller dinosaur that had a footprint and and then it got washed out and then kind of made it look human. But if that was the case, then you got a problem because there are hundreds of those kinds of footprints found. Some with like a human footprint that's obviously stepped on by a dinosaur footprint. And, that's weird. And it's I saw that scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah. There you go. So, I mean, it's weird stuff. But anyway, we're not talking about that stuff yet. We're talking about artifacts. I do I do want to just take a minute to talk about Jurassic Park. Okay. And how it is my favorite movie series of all time. It is really good. So, you start with the first one. You got the two kids going to see Grandpa up yep. at Jurassic Park. You've got mm-hmm. the uh, chaos. What do they call them? Chaos. Chaos. Kiosk? Chaos. Theory. Chaos theory guy mm-hmm. which is uh goldblum jeff goldblum yeah okay. and 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 it's a uh, it's amazing you know yeah. that guy yeah and then you've got the other guy who's an archaeologist and then you've got the 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 lawyer mm-hmm. and they're all like getting this thing together that's awesome mm-hmm. and then you've got the next couple that aren't that great and then you've got the chris pratt ones which are really good and then the newest chris pratt one mm-hmm which is kind of like a lot of the scenes call back to the original one. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got the um, Camp Cretaceous mm-hmm. um, TV show, which is a cartoon, which calls back basically all of the Chris Pratt movies yeah, in but timeline. But on a different storyline. Yep. And then it's a bunch of kids. And then you got scenes from the old movie happening in the Camp Cretaceous cartoon. Like they like called back. The raptor like tapping on the glass yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and trying to mm-hmm. open the the doorknob and <laughs> <laughs> you know the steam. Of I that. love 
Jurassic Park is my favorite TV series. It is Plus Jeeps. I mean, yeah, Jeeps and Jeeps like, are dope. Yeah. And motorcycles. Motorcycles. Who else could ride a, yeah. a, a Norton motorcycle through the forest like Chris? With Velociraptors. Like Chris Pratt. Hot on too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's some good shit right that there. That is good stuff. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my well, rant's done. What's next? On okay. The, on yeah. The let's topics. go to the next uh, artifact. Show so, me some dinosaur stuff. I think we should talk about next. Um, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but the dinosaurs of Akambaro. Akambaro? Akambaro. Yeah. Is that and like Spanish? <laughs> I think it is Spanish. Yes. Huh. So, <laughs> in supposedly, th- these were found. These are like a collection of objects. They estimate the ages anywhere from three to 6,000 years ago. Yeah. Right. Okay. And there are over 33,000 of these figurines that were found. These artifacts. These artifacts, right? Oh, my. And the story goes that there was this guy. I can't even pronounce his name. He was a German dude. And uh, he was in Mexico. Where's his name? Where's his name? I'll try it. Um, It's right there. You see it. Uh, Waldemar Joltrud. Waldemar Hirschward. (laughs) Something like that. That's my guess. That's Waldemar Hirschward. But he, anyway, he was a hardware merchant, and he was in uh, Acambaro, Mexico. Okay. And uh, he was riding his horse on a place called El Toro. Okay. And he spotted some of these partially exposed um, ceramic or stone objects that were half buried in the dirt, supposedly. Right. And uh, he started digging them out, and there were uh, just a buttload of them. Okay. But the strange thing is that these things were in the shapes of dinosaurs. I mean, not like just one dinosaur, but like there were all kinds. So what was what year was this? Uh, this happened in, in like a 1940s, a mid-1940s, okay. something like that. So they had some dinosaur knowledge at that point. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody wanted to fake these things, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably could find books or Pictures illustrations or of yeah. what these dinosaurs were supposed to look like in 1944. But... These were dated as far as like the stratification of the surrounding, you know, rock and soil at 3,000 to 6,000 years old, plus the sheer volume of these things. It wasn't like there was a dozen or two dozen that yeah, somebody went out there and made. What would you say? 33,000? 30, over 33,000, almost 34,000 different objects. Yeah, it's a lot of... Uh, of all of these things. His hands and, would have been tired if he yeah. was doing it himself. Uh, and so the problem is... If they're that old, say they're 3,000 years old, Mm -hmm. this is way before the idea of dinosaurs and evolutionary theory came along. So how would they have known, whoever these people were 3,000 years ago to 6,000 years ago, how would they know what a dinosaur looked like to make them out of ceramic or clay? And so that's the big kind of question mark on this. Now, of course, modern scientists said, no, this is a big fake thing. You know, it's... Uh, more modern, and somebody did it there as a hoax. Well, they have to say that. Because if they don't say that, then you've got the problem that somehow people 3,000 years ago knew and were aware of what dinosaurs were like. Right. But if you're a person that doesn't believe the the typical timeline, then you kind of have to say, well, then, yeah, scientists are wrong. Right. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's, you know, screwing the pooch on this one. Somebody's pooch screwing. <laughs> yes. Called yeah, the pooch somebody's screw wrong. boogie. And, you know, and there are other stories from South America of like uh, dinosaurs on pottery painted on or chiseled into stone. I mean, this isn't something that's just exclusive to right. Mexico. 
This is something that's in all kinds of places all over the world. Yeah. Of these dinosaur-like figurines showing up way before we even had a theory about evolution and what dinosaurs were and when they lived. I think we kind of talked about it, uh, maybe not in the same exact, like timeline crisscross mm-hmm. but we talked about like dragons and stuff being on native american yeah. culture and stuff Tons like of that. stories about dinosaurs so and dragons is but. that implying that native americans are way older than we expected or that dragons and dinosaurs lived longer than we expected i you know i kind of wonder there are a lot of stories of modern day dragons or dinosaurs i can think of one off the top of my head if you want to hear it nessie yeah <laughs> the platys <laughs> Were you going to say Nessie? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to do a, a long, oh. obnoxious story about Nessie. Sorry, I ruined that for you, didn't I? In a thick Irish accent. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of lakes, even here in Idaho, like up in Priest Lake, there are these supposed mm-hmm. sea monsters that are in these lakes. So let's go sturgeon fishing at Priest Lake. I don't know if there's, I, I don't even know where Priest Lake is, but we could see if we can catch a dinosaur. Oh, did you see that? There was an article about some guys who caught a gigantic sturgeon just recently. I think it was like 14 feet long. Whoa. And they are supposedly, you know, the same as they were millions of years ago. Yeah, they're, they're dinosaurs. Yeah. So Have you ever seen one? Yeah. They're dinosaurs. They're, yeah, they totally Dude, are. They got like pokies. They're, they're crazy. They're messed up. But... It makes you wonder if those have lived that long, who knows what else lived that long. Boom, 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 boom. What's that giant shark? Jaws. The Megalodon or Megalodon, yeah. Yeah. He was nasty. He was nasty. He was so nasty. (laughs) That nasty Megalodon, son of a gun. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) there's another one. We got to keep moving on this. We're going to talk forever. Next up. So we have that. I like the way you tied that into the dinosaurs. Yeah. Did well, you plan that? or No, it just seemed appropriate when yeah. you talked about dinosaurs. That's awesome. Just jump right I went on my... Do, 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 yeah, so do, if you want to, do, if you're interested in that, do, do, just go online, look do, up the Akambaro of dinosaurs, and you'll see tons of pictures of these things. They're really creepy. You got the Stegosaurus, you got the Platysaurus, you got the Vegisaurus, you got all the Sauruses. Saurus. Dinosaurus. Okay, let's right, keep going. What's up next? There's this other thing, and this is kind of weird. Spiral-shaped metal objects. How does that sound? Um, sounds like work to mm. me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, so in like the 1990s, like early 1990s, um, by the Ural Mountains. Gold, Ural? Yeah. Okay. People that were digging for gold, gold prospectors, ran across these small objects that were basically like spring. They were coils. They were spiral coils Mm -hmm. made out of different kinds of metal. Now, the larger ones were made out of copper. And, you know, they were maybe three centimeters long or so, which is what, maybe a quarter of an inch or 1.2 inches long on the biggest ones. And then they also found incredibly small ones made out of very rare metals, very hard metals that were like 0.003 0.003 millimeters. Whoa. Yeah. Millimeters or centimeters? Millimeters. Millimeters? Yeah. That's like that's really, really, tight. really small. That's like you have to look under a microscope to see. Like I'm a machinist. Uh-huh. That's like two ten thousandths of an inch or something. Yeah. Less than that even. Yeah. Crazy small. Shout out to James Terry. He knows what I'm feeling when we have to hold those tolerances. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's insane. They find these objects buried, right? these gold prospectors, and then they date them. 
And they're coming back with like ages of, you know, 20,000 years old. Whoa. So even now, okay, you as a machinist, if you were going to make a small, tiny looking like spring coil, Mm -hmm. really teeny, tiny, small one, could you make one that small out of like some like tungsten or some really hard metal? I don't, I couldn't. I'm pretty novice. I'm still in training. But even with your machines, is there a way that you could... I think, I think that my machine's like plus or minus two ten thousandths of an inch mm-hmm. when you make an adjustment. I, th- I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not like 100% positive, but I think that's about what it can do reliably, mm-hmm. which is incredible considering. Yeah, it's crazy. So to find something smaller in that is is like... Well, you know, we're talking crazy. almost down to a molecular level. Right. And to me, that's like, that is so crazy. So they're, they're finding these objects. Um, got some pictures of these things that they found. And what do you, what do you say with that? Well, is it like some weird natural accidentally occurring object Right. that, you know, because of the, you know, the genetic structure that it actually forms that shape? Could be. Or is I mean, this... you've seen like salt and stuff. Yeah. Where they like break it down under a microscope and it's mm-hmm. all like perfect squares and like yeah like, uh, cubes right it all crumbles down into a cubular structure or you can look at like a snowflake or like yeah. diamonds with certain structures mm-hmm. but this is weird because it's spiral right i mean they look like a little spring like a little dna guy. a dna strand like me is a blueprint for building a living thing yeah kind of like a yeah kind of like that except for their i don't singular. know singular yeah, i don't even yeah. know how to describe it. but this is like freak people out because it's so old, 20,000 years old. Right. And we don't even necessarily have the technology to build that kind of stuff today. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And the kind of metal that they're using in this article I was reading, the metal is a very, very hard metal. Mm-hmm. Like what you'd use for like armoring or like a military vehicle. Yeah. I can't explain exactly what we're doing right now, but I have a coworker who's doing some stuff with a certain type of steel that uh, does not change under different environments like super hot super cold environments uh, and just very the, stable just yeah very stable just trying to machine it to you know whatever the tolerances are i'm not working on this project specifically but it's it's pretty rough mm-hmm. you know but uh, and, and and so it just goes to show this is another one of those strange artifacts that they're finding that makes you say huh yeah how did something that's supposed to be twenty thousand years old how did they have the technology to make something like this? maybe the aliens came down and helped them well and that's where a lot of this goes where the mother flipping nephilims (laughs) come down and helped them and if you want to talk about strange (laughs) timelines right so you know we've talked about extreme ones where you've got you know an artifact found in a sedimentary layer that's you know 300 million years old supposedly Mm -hmm. right but you also have these other things in more recent history that mess up the timelines. And in like uh, one of these objects, there are these vases that look very Roman mm-hmm. uh, found in Brazil. Okay. In a timeline that's just, that doesn't match up. Right. Because the Romans, as far as we know, never visited Brazil. And they're pretty known for cataloging things. Like, I might be wrong, but they're that's kind of their deal is they were like one of the first civilizations to really take note of where they've been and what they're doing and creating uh, structures for like an alphabet and stuff like that. Yeah, the Romans were very, very, you know, regimented. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, these objects were found in like 1982 and they were uh, basically under the water. They were found right outside of Rio de Janeiro in the okay. ocean. And 
there were like supposedly these Roman ships that were found and alongside these Roman ships were these Roman vases. Vases. Yeah, vases. And they were from the third century. So we're talking like 300 or so AD. Okay. Yeah. But the problem is, is the Romans never were supposed to have made it anywhere near the Americas. Okay. So right? it kind of disrupts the timeline. It totally disrupts the timeline. You know, of, you know what, what we think the Romans did in that time. Right. And, you know, what's really strange about this is that I guess the uh, vases or vases were found first. And then they were brought up and then it's like, hey, these are third century, you know, Roman vases. And then they found these ships that were in the same area and they were rotting and, you know, they were basically Roman style ships. And lo and behold, the conspiracy goes that the Brazilian government went out and buried these things under the sand. They, they basically, as soon as they found them, knew that they had something that contradicted you know, the timeline, mm-hmm. and so that they, you know, destroyed or buried the evidence. Okay, so they buried them to make them look older, or they buried them to make them not discoverable? Not discoverable. Okay, yeah. so they so were they, trying to they hide. They hid the evidence. They're like, oh, this goes against the status quo. Let's just right. brush this under the yeah. desert rug. Yeah, okay. and and so, you know, this is just one of many stories. So there are pictures of these vases that they found. Vases. Vases, vases. <laughs> Um, don't have pictures, as far as I know, of, of the actual ships that mm-hmm. they supposedly found because um, those were buried and destroyed. But they do have these photographic evidence of these vases or vases. <laughs> so that's one thing. Okay. So along with that, you have other things that mess up the timeline or places where people or cultures are in places that they're not supposed to be. Right. They found like Viking coins supposedly in Maine right. in the United States. And I think we brought that some, not that particular mm-hmm. thing up, but uh, I think we mentioned when we were doing the petroglyph stuff, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned uh, an old petroglyph type rock in Portland or, yeah. In, in, in like Oregon, a, yeah, that had Viking symbols on it. Like, did they it was kind of like Americas a little bit yet. across mm-hmm. the uh, this the typical idea of what the uh, geographical expansion was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for people that are interested, you can just Google the stuff we're talking about. You'll find it. It's it's everywhere. And in going back to the Roman thing, uh, going back to the Roman thing, <laughs> just shut it. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, puppy dog made me open the door. Yeah. But, I mean, going back to the Roman thing, you supposedly there are these stories of finding Roman statues in Mexico. And you yeah. have the Roman vases that we talked about in Brazil. You have uh, uh, Roman coins in Ohio. You have these things popping up that are just not supposed to be there. You have these Viking, you know, landmarks that's that look very Viking-like. In areas where they're not supposed to have been. Ohio? Romans in Ohio? Romans in Ohio. Romans in Ohio. Is Ohio like a coastal town even? No. Or a city? No. Or what it shows state? is that somehow <laughs> these coins got to the Americas. Right. And, and then, then somehow they got to... to Ohio. That's crazy. Now, it could be, you know, somebody in, you know, when they were coming into the country and maybe they brought them with them and then, you know, as like My a, granddad yeah. had these and right. I brought them over. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's interesting. There are tons of stories like this out there that mess up the timelines. Yeah. And, you know, we're just talking about, in this episode, the artifacts. 
Um, in next episode, I think we should go into some of the other things. There are archaeological and, you know, naturally forming types of things yeah. that argue against the kind of age or at least the timelines that, that we know of. So we're going less Indiana Jones and more Jurassic Park. Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, like, just for instance, you have trees that grow up through different layers of sediment. Mm. So you've got, like, in the sedimentary layers, you maybe have, you know, a million years of history in the sedimentary layers. Mm -hmm. But there's a tree inexplicably growing up between all of those layers. Right. So the tree isn't millions of years old. Almost as though, like, the... The, uh, the layers had piled around the tree really quickly. Or the tree had grown over it, over right. its lifetime. So okay. something happened that messed up that timeline. Uh, there's cool. a lot of evidence for this, like in the Grand Canyon. There's a lot of evidence for this, like in Mount St. Helens when it erupted. It created these rapid layers of stratifications that by all intents and purposes, if you were to analyze them after the fact, not knowing that it happened in a volcano over a few days or weeks or months, that you know, you've know you got millions of years of history. Hmm. The problem is it happened very quickly. And there's a natural reason for that, but I don't want to get into that yet. That's a different topic. We're going to talk about some of those, those other kinds of things that mess right. up timelines. And you know, honestly, I'm not trying to argue for young earth or old earth or anything. I'm just trying to say, hey, something's not right here. There isn't this neat, tidy little theory that makes everything work. Things are messed up. From any angle, they're messed up. And you have to have a grain of salt in your logic model so that you cannot predispose your mind towards one thing at the expense of any other possibility. Right. You got to be able to keep an open mind about this. And that's why I find this fascinating because, I mean, sure, you can mix in your religious, you know, perspectives, mix in your your scientific perspectives or your personal preference. Right. Or you can throw in the fringe stuff with aliens and all of that kind of stuff. Or maybe we're all just some kind of giant... Simulization. <laughs> Simulization. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. We're just... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're just some kind of giant simulation. Simulization. I mean, Sim simulation. <laughs> he said simulation. Extra syllable. Syllable on. Put we're, the wrong emphasis but really, on the syllable. We're a simulation, <laughs> which is a simulation of a civilization. Whoa. Dude, this is getting really righteously deep in this fringe. Topic. Most freaking excellent. <laughs> But anyway, it's going to be fun. We got a little, uh, you know, more things to talk about. We can get into weird technology that they've found that maybe isn't like as old as some of these artifacts, but it's technology that shouldn't exist in the time frame that it's found. And a lot of people say, "Oh, that's aliens," right, or whatever. Uh, weird structures, you know, you've got like structures that are like created with like really precise cuts in stone and somehow stacked together. Yeah. Like the pyramids yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You got these weird here. things that you can only see from the air, like these giant, huge... Those like ant things? Where are those at? Ant In the Middle East? I don't know what you're they're talking like about. They're like giant uh, um, rock formations that kind of make an ant. Oh, yeah, like they're somebody those. stacked them into like a bug shape. Yeah, there's that. And then you got down in South America, you got all these weird kind of like things you can only see from like way up in the air of like that's giant figurines about. and drawings and stuff in the maybe dirt. Maybe it's the middle. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I, that's the earth thing. Yeah, those kinds of things. Uh, there's the footprint stuff that we talked about in, in, mm -hmm. in just, you know, very briefly about 
why are there footprints alongside uh, dinosaur footprints? Yeah. And I had heard about this when I was young, probably in like the 80s or 90s. And then it was supposedly discounted because, oh, yeah, it, it wasn't that. It was a baby dinosaur that kind of eroded to make it look like a human footprint. And so I kind of just said, yeah, yeah, yeah poo-pooed that whole thing. But now I, I realize there's not just like that one thing. There are like hundreds like of these things several, all over the world. Several different yeah. avenues to go down. Yeah. Well, and, and there's just a whole bunch of them. You know, the thing that really gets me what? is like this... Uh, um, I don't know if it's a theory or what you would call it, but where um, a mosquito lands on a dinosaur, mm-hmm. okay? And then that mosquito lands on a tree. Mm-hmm. And then that tree has sap and the mosquito gets caught in the sap. <laughs> I know where you're and going. And that cur- turns into uh, like an, what they call amber. Amber, which and they're, is your sister's and, and then they're able to extract the dinosaur DNA, DNA. from the amber mm-hmm. and make actual living dinosaurs Dino by DNA. combining that... DNA with a frog, frog. or whatever else yeah. they need to do, and then that turns into a whole debacle where we got to figure out how to contain that dinosaurs. Frogs and, were hermaphrodites and, and they could be both male and female at yeah, the same time. They are very adaptable, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting <laughs> stuff. So, another thing we'll talk about too, maybe if we can get to it, is they found like human remains and stratifications of rock and sediment that they're not supposed to be into. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, you're finding humans in like layers of rock that supposedly, you know, 200 million years old, 100 million years old. Hey, we're not supposed to be there yet. What's going on? Right. And so there's those kind of things. If we get the time in this, I think we should talk about them because what I like about it, the strange part is it totally disrupts the timelines. And yeah. for some reason that turns my crank. Um, not because I'm trying to prove anything, but just because I like it when things go strange. Yeah. When things kind of mm-hmm. get out of the norm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I like quirky things. Yeah. Fringe things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even like right now, what's going on with like uh, the coronavirus and vaccines, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's pushing vaccines, but everybody's pushing back against vaccines. Who knows what's really real? And you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to just find the most conspiracy stuff as possible. Yeah. Yeah. What do you believe? Yep. You know? Exactly. It's just crazy. <laughs> But what I do like is that in this podcast, we stir the pot, Yeah, you know, and we're stirring the pot with this stuff. And I hope you can pull out the things you want to believe in. And maybe what you believe in is that you're not going to believe in anything that somebody says just because they say it's scientific or because they say it's religious or because they say it's aliens, whatever it is, you got to find out what's true. I think uh, our, our hashtag for our podcast could be hashtag get off the bandwagon. Get off the bandwagon? Yeah. Like, don't just do something because that's what everybody else believes. Mm-hmm. Do something because that's what you find logical and that's what you believe. Mm-hmm. Like, don't follow a specific point of view because it's social that's pressure. what i learned at school yes. or that's what i learned mm-hmm. at sunday school well it's kind of like fox Mulder. He says i want to believe you know and that's maybe we should adapt that i want to believe the truth right but i don't know what that is <laughs> yeah i have no idea what it is but i'm gonna figure it I'm gonna, out i'm gonna i'm gonna keep thinking about it and keep wondering about it yeah. and i'm not gonna just you know close my ears to something because it's not what i want to hear mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's good stuff yeah Anyway, I think that's like, if you could sum up our podcast as a whole, it'd be just goobing around. Mm-hmm. And we have our, we have our little biases. Sure. 
Yeah. I think we both do, but I think our biases come with our life experiences. Mm -hmm. And whether or not those particular life experiences were biased or not, I think they affect our lives differently. So if somebody else has a different life view and, and the things they hear and receive are based on those life views, they should be open to hearing other life views. Yeah. Well, on that happy note, now that we've not solved anything, nope. but given permission for people to try to solve everything. Figure it out. I maybe, know. Yeah, maybe we should uh, close this off and so we can all go to bed and ponder this in our, our nightly reminiscence. Most certainly. Yes. So, right. join us next time for some cold drinks and some strange conversations. Absolutely. <laughs>